Hi, guys. All right. Hello. Hello. We are live. Uh, we should probably give just a, a couple of minutes uh, to give people an opportunity to get on board. So uh, what I'm going to do for you guys that are here now is show you something really cool that I bought today. Oh, not just the, the polls for the week, but Gene Gray underoos. Let's go. No, let's go. If G you know what? Never mind. <laughs> they no way. I know they exist. What I bought is this in preparation for our book club. Oh, Whoa. I got I got um I got volumes uh, two and three the other day. I have volume one and two. I got yeah. volume one as a gift, and this one I just picked up now from Midtown. Nice, so, that's so I'm, nice. I'm glad I picked that up because I've been uh, looking at the rest of the Black Science to fill out my collection for that, and they're uh, not in print anymore. Some of them. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. oh shit, I gotta jump on this right away. Instocktrades.com. Let's go. Let's go. Good site. <laughs> Hashtag Indeed. not an ad. All right. Well, you know what? Let's get started. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Pals Pulls. This is our weekly review show where we talk about the books that we're interested in. Well, some of us are interested in, and we discuss how good they are. Um I'm excited to get into this today. I am joined by Marco. What's up? And Tyler. All right. Hi, hi guys. Hi, guys. Let's, let's, let's cut the shit real quick. Um, oh, okay. We are in an election week, okay? Um, as we previously talked about on the most recent episode of the Comics Pals. Um, I know this isn't the main show, but we only have one day left on the X-Men vote, and looks like there's been an update. Okay. This is tweeted out by Marvel. This is the current standings. Of the X-Men vote. So in first place is Firestar. Guys, I'm just saying, let's get a search campaign going. Let's give Ooh. let's give Sean a nice late Christmas gift. Please. Let's get, please. She's, she's in fourth place right now. Needs wow. to get right right. I mean, this is kind of I'm actually surprised how far Siren is down on the list. Um but we and dropping. We, yes, yeah, yeah. Siren's dropping too. Listen, Surge can win this. Firestar first Firestar should not even be there. That's number one. Um, that 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 she is warping it by being way too familiar. Listen, she's been around. People know her from Spider-Man and the Amazing Friends. This isn't yeah, fair. Yeah. And Armor, okay, Armor should be there. Fine. Whatever. But yeah, Surge, Surge deserves to win. There's no doubt about it. She hasn't had a shot since the late 2000s. And even then. Only as a part of the um, New Mutants or whatever. So she should be the winner. She needs a Agreed. Bump. I agree. And I also really love um, her her solo album after she left uh, uh, System of a Down to do her own thing. Oh, oh. <laughs> All right. I, I get that. I one. got you guys. That. that was over my head. Matt, was a deep one. Search Tankian. Search Tankian. Come yes, on. Yes. Music artist. Come on now. Hey, you, you know what? You have a whole music channel dedicated to you in the Discord, and you can't even get the one music reference I make on the show. <laughs> that that channel originally was only it was fully in Japanese, and I was outvoted in keeping it. All I all I wrote was music in Japanese, and I was like, no, you have to make it English. Like, yeah, fine, so, so one thing I also want to do is Matt, uh, tell me if you can hear me in the chat because I screwed up last week for the show. I'm new at the streaming thing. <laughs> no. I got, I'm juggling a lot of hats here. I, I checked. I checked. You, you did. Okay. You. Good. All right. Yeah. Good. All right, so Tyler's Audible, we've got people in the chat, we've got you guys listening at home. Here's how you can support the channel if you want to. Of course, 
Uh, we are live right now on Twitch, twitch.tv slash the comics pals. We go live every Wednesday at six for this particular show and every Saturday at 10 for the main show. If you want to come hang out with us, make sure you leave us a follow. It really helps us out a lot. So thank you for that. Uh, head on over to youtube.com slash the comics pals and subscribe to us for free over there. We are currently eight subscribers away That's from right. 500, which has been our goal for a few months now. So help us get over that uh, hump there. And then we're going to start working towards a thousand so that we can all enjoy watching Kale do a backflip. Uh, that's uh, going to be a trip. Matt, Matt says, uh, send feet pics to the comics pals for support. Um, no, 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 no. Mm-mm. I mean, that's Patreon exclusive. Blurred, blurred, maybe blurred, but not, um, blurred. also some, some yeah. Japanese feet pics. What is, what's going on here? <laughs> that's the new, that's the new trend. That's, uh, okay. Follow <laughs> rating and review on all podcast hosting platforms. Wherever you listen to the show, there's a way to support our saga book club is coming at the end of this month. So start your rereading for that right now or your first read if you're getting through it. I have the second of the uh, hardcover collections right here. I just picked this up, so I can't wait to dive into it. I've read I've read it, but I, you know, I want to um, read it in the uh, bougie way. Without further ado, let's jump into our first review of the day. I, I will say, yeah, um, spoiler alert for this. Uh, yes. I don't know. I don't know if you guys can hear the. Uh, I have the new challenger approaching sign sound going on there in the background, but didn't hear it. I could just spam this. Full spoilers. We we do full spoilers for all our books. Today we're going to be talking about Daredevil, Woman Without Fear, number one. Uh, Pete the cover, by the way, right? Mister Varian himself. Yes, always. Uh, Scorched, <laughs> number one. Is that the nice. variant, or did you just choose that for a specific reason? I chose it for a specific reason. We won't speak on that. Uh, Sean's a sacred man. Rain number one. Oh, nice variant. Yes, yes, absolutely. And then uh, Robin and Batman, number three, the finale issue. That's not a variant. That's the variant one you got right there. I I had to get it because it just looked way cooler than the variant, I thought. Um, But yeah, let's dive into Daredevil Woman Without Fear, number one. Uh, I've been really looking forward to this. I'm behind on the main Daredevil title, but I really like Elektra. And I wanted to just, you know, find my way in. So a number one's perfect. Chip Zdarsky doing the writing here. Uh, the art by Rafael De La Torre. Uh, colors by Federico Blee. And, of course, letters by Clayton Cowles. I think I say Clayton Cowles' name more than literally anybody else on this show. But um, in any event, I'm going to come out right ahead and say that I thought this issue was really, really good. Yep. Hot fire. This was, this yeah. was really good. I have so many thoughts about it. Like if you if your knowledge of Electra doesn't go past the Ben Affleck uh Jennifer Garner movie, like you gotta <laughs> right. you My, the, the knowledge does not go past this book. Really? Oh, that's bullshit. You watched the Daredevil show. Did you? Oh, that's true. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's right. Apparently, yeah, of course he did. We didn't leave a mark on him. Jeez. No. Uh th- th- there was no uh there was no um Japanese hentai or robots <laughs> having sex. So how could I remember if there's no tentacles? <laughs> right, exactly. Um, okay, so for those of you who don't know, Electra is Daredevil now. Um, Matt Murdock is still around, but he wasn't for a little while, so she is Daredevil now. Um, and 
you know, she's got a beef with the Kingpin, which should come to the surprise of no one. Daredevil, uh, Devil's Reign is an event that's going on right now. And in that, uh, Kingpin basically tells Elektra, hey, um, you know, you've got trouble. Uh, Craven is coming. And this entire issue, I don't know about you guys, but for me, I could feel the dread of him kind of looming over Oops. this book and just waiting for that to happen. I forgot to read Devil's Reign number two because I wasn't on the show for the for that one. <laughs> oh, so, I'm so sorry. Whole, no, the whole Craven thing at the end, I'm like, oh, okay, sure. Didn't know that was coming. I was fine with it. Though. I was totally fine with it. Tyler, play the play the sound again. Bam, spoiler alert. Oh, 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 yes, but that's a spoiler alert for me. <laughs> really. I mean, I Matt, read the book, I, so you can't spoil what I've already read, but... Matt, I will unwrap it on stream right after this. Whoa, A.O. I need an oh A.O. alert. God. That's what I need. I need an A.O. Oh sound. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, can we please... I have a soundboard, Sean. This is dangerous. I love it, but I I don't I don't even hear it. I know, no, nah, yeah, yeah. That's I'll I'll figure that out one day. I I know it's talk, low priority. Talk to me about woman without fear. I love the Daredevil universe, if you can even say that. Uh, I have a okay. friggin' Chrisomini Daredevil tattoo. Like I'm big into it. So yeah, I'm I'm a huge Electra fan. And what the, what Zdarsky's been doing with her um, has been a real. It's been real growth for the character, which I don't think we've gotten in a long, long time. Um, she's kind of reinventing herself, and this is kind of the natural evolution with you know Matt Murdock being Daredevil again in the picture. Um, so seeing him being able to kind of tell this three issue mini off to the side, but still have it tied into the main Devil's Reign ongoing um, is nice. A, it takes her off the table for the main Devil Devil's Reign book, right. so you can kind of focus that on you know Matt Murdock and his arc in daredevil um but you also don't lose her because you have this going on and giving her the um the title of you know woman without fear is a big deal too uh yeah because it really cements her as matt's equal and um yeah i really enjoyed it enjoyed it um it had this even though I didn't know Craven was supposed to be coming at the end there um it did have a sense of like oh something is going on here she's being lurked they had that uh is it aka or aka i think it's just aka right aka yeah, yeah yeah you know she was kind of luring uh lurking in the background um uh who i don't i'm not too familiar with as a character i don't know if this is like a new thing um i wasn't sure either okay um but yeah and then just the idea of like how she is fighting her natural tendencies um, she has to, she, a lot of the deals with this, this issue deals with flashbacks and her, uh, remembering her background, you know, training with stick training with the hand and she's actively fighting against that and what she does now. Cause she has to stick to Matt's code. Um, and it, it's that good, you know, like, uh, man or, or woman versus nature in this, uh, their own nature, um, that I'm really enjoying about this. Do you know what uh, uh, Del Toro was also on? I'm really the name's super familiar. I, yeah, you, I know. You think I've I would do something. work on looking this up, but I mean, you would think I would do it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, while you do that, Marco, why don't you uh, share a little bit of your thoughts? So my familiarity with Electra is relegated mostly to the show, the movie. Um, actually, I don't even think I saw the movie, um, but the uh, but the context here i think is provided really well 
you know, she's essentially uh, an agent of the hand, has sort of her own transformations. And I think what Chip does um, to introduce you, but to, so yeah, I think Chip does three things really well. He introduces you to the character if you're new, which for me, I am. I thought, you know, that translated really well. It drew me into the issue. Um, and if you're reading Devil's Reign leading into this, I think that transition was perfect, silky smooth. You know, I don't think that a lot of times we've, we've been reading events and uh, the transitions feel uh, sort of disjointed. This was clean. Yeah. And um, it was a satisfying story. You tell a story in, in a single uh, in a single comic, which I think nowadays uh, you really rely on the larger story or the larger event. But I think everything here was self-contained in very much to what Tyler said is you what is what is she trying to what is Electra trying to find within herself and um, how is she trying to harness a lot of that mm -hmm. um, and I think it was really effective storytelling the arts on point phenomenal uh, does a really good job I think the um, the action sequences were really good but it gave itself you know these little emotional emotional beats when she meets her old college friend when she um, uh, has sex with Matt, like they're just these, all these beats are done in a really engaging way. And um, I had a lot of fun with this. I've, uh, I'm, I wasn't sure about it going in. Um, mm. I think the concept of her fighting Craven sort of brought me in, but I stayed for the content. And I think I'm going to stick on this one um, and see where it continues to go because it's really, really engaging. Can I just say, by the way, that that's how events can be effective. Mm -hmm. You know, we have a lot of times seen events where you're just like, you know, what the hell is even going on? I don't yeah. even know who I'm supposed to care about. I think about like Empire, which had a <laughs> bunch of tie-ins, but they were irrelevant. And who cares? Like what? Like in the main story, I, right? What, I enjoyed it. You enjoyed Empire? I did. Yeah, I did. This is the, insane. We're talking to the guy who, up until like the penultimate issue, enjoyed Heroes in Crisis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even want to get into Tyler's tasty madness. art. It's tasty. Mm, this, it's tasty. Of course, it's tasty. But but it, you, to to eat the tasty part, you have to eat a, a, a layer of shit. There's like a a top layer of shit. Then there's taste. Then underneath that is more shit. And me personally, mm -hmm. I don't like the taste of that. So like an uh -oh, Oreo man of shit. What what did <laughs> what did uh, the X Men have to do with Empire? Nothing. <laughs> I set you but, off on Empire. <laughs> <laughs> I know <laughs> nothing, but they did it anyway. So that's what I hate about events when they give you a tie-in to go and buy that has nothing to do with the main story. But here, you know, the spin-off was perfect, and so they set Elektra up for a really great story. Gave us a villain hook, but underneath that is a story about a character who doesn't get enough love from fans um electra is a person whose trauma basically left her a shell left her a shell of a human and she did not know how to fill that and unfortunately for her she looked to stick and you know he's kind of a nutcase and then the, the hand found her and they played on her anger and her violent tendencies and made her a monster and this is her becoming a person you know, and that's kind of been her her journey for a while. And I really, really love the depth of that because, yeah. you know, in comics, a lot of characters just don't grow. And I think Electra is, is one that has. And she's always been kind of like a 
like almost an antagonist to to Matt Murdock, honestly. Like it, it's it's she's always been a complication for him. Right. And like this is one of the first times I can remember that they're actually working together. You know, like it's and it's and it's working. Uh, yeah. And of course, what better way to to throw Matt off in the main book than to take her out of the equation now? You know, <laughs> uh, I like how uh, from Beyond the Stars just tuned in right when we were talking about shit shit Oreos and <laughs> a, little, a little confused there. That's 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 streaming for you though. So okay, so that's that's uh, Catherine from oh, the yep. <laughs> uh, Discord. Thank you for joining us. I appreciate it. What's I up? I am not talking about me personally eating shit. Okay, mm-hmm. I was talking Yo, about mm-hmm. the fact that Tyler enjoys to eat shit sandwiches in the form of comic books, which. Amen. Unfortunately, it's true. There you go. See, he just copped to he put, it. He put some shit, like he put some sprinkles on shit. Yeah, it's a good looking shit. You know what I mean? Like mm, that's I disgusting. Know. I believe it's called fairy um, bread in in the in Australia. <laughs> what? Um, it's Google fairy bread. It's an actual thing. They Did you just make there. that up? No, it's a thing. It's a thing. It's literally, I think, it's like white bread, and uh, I I think just sprinkles. It's something weird. <laughs> This podcast is bro. It's all right. It is sliced white bread, spread with butter or margarine, covered with sprinkles. Yes, Marco. What are you? Don't enable this. That was a quick. That was a quick Google, Marco. That was a silent one too. I didn't hear any clicking of clacking. You know what it is? It's this. uh, It's this keyboard. Mm. It's nice and thin. Mm. It's an Apple keyboard. Guys, please, please. Um, so I, I don't want to clarify, like uh, you guys spoke on Electra's relationship yeah. and um, I feel like just off of this issue, it feels like a, um, especially using the word complicated, kind of like a Batman Catwoman dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Kind of. It, it just in that, in that sure. sense, I feel like that yeah. works. I the, just, the biggest difference is that Catwoman is often mischievous mm. and you know, has agendas that don't necessarily align with Batman in terms of execution, but generally she wants to do like she takes down, you know, criminals just like he does a lot of the time, but it's for more personal reasons. And she has a little bit of a harsher sense of justice. Electra will kill you, you know, like Ele- Electra is a murderer. Okay. And that's Catwoman probably has killed people. Not that I can recall, but she probably has, but like, that's not her MO Electra. It, that's her that's her deal. She she will kill you, like a straight up assassin. Can, yeah. Can I bring okay. something up okay. that I just realized? Sure. Daredevil and Elektra are the only Marvel characters in comics that they let fuck. Like, <laughs> I can't think of any other mainstream Marvel book that has scenes like that. Leave it to Tyler. Um. Yeah, I can't think of one either. I I feel like I've no I've seen Luke Cage and Jessica Jones. Not recently. He, 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 we've talked about it. he ain't having an ongoing at all recently. So <laughs> not not since the kid. Not since the kid. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Just just a thought because I remember that that was a scene in it too. You know, like, which helps us you know understand their relationship because it is physical based a lot. Um, and exactly, this is them. This yeah. is them connecting a little, even a little more than that, which which she even talks about. Um, but yeah. then I just thought about it, I'm like you don't see that in Marvel anymore, really. Like, yeah, even like the Wolverine, Cyclops, Jean Grey thing is alluded to, but it's never like expressly stated. So not at all. And I feel like Hickman kind of addressed that in the Explain the X-Men uh, podcast. Oh, did he confirm like it? No, really? Just, no, of course not. <sighs> he just talked about the limitations that were put on him and the crew as far as what oh, they could display okay. with that kind of thing and how hard mm-hmm. he had to fight to allow them to have that situation in the first place. But you get to you get to let the 
the nice God-fearing Catholic man fuck on comics. Like, <laughs> I don't know. There's a weird. There's a weird thing going on here. Sexuality aside, because like Marvel, this is a sexless podcast. <laughs> it's um, a comic book podcast, yeah. <laughs> exactly. What do you expect? Um, the the art was really good here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't really yeah. touched on it too much, but uh, did you figure out what the Latore had worked on before? Uh, Kelly Thompson's Black Widow run, the current one going on with uh, Jordy Blair on colors. It's it's oh, really? it is nice looking. It is a good okay. looking book. But that that final page with Craven. Like Craven has got one of these stupidest fucking costumes in comics. It is really you think so? Oh, I think it's it's it looks like uh, um, Sex Dungeon Fred Flintstone. Like it's. Let me show it by the way. Yeah, for yeah. You guys that are watching. And when I say that, I mean that with the utmost respect because it is an amazing costume. <laughs> I like me a dumb costume, and um, when an artist can draw him and make him look legitimately menacing, I enjoy that because I'm like, oh, okay. This guy's this guy can be a problem, and he's been showing up a lot lately in weird comics. You know, like he's kind of expanding his as his his boundaries beyond Spider Man. He was the main um, antagonist in a, in an arc of the Valkyrie series. Wow, that is yeah random. I know, right? Not what you'd expect. Trying to hunt down the Fenrir, um, but yeah, no, it's good. I, I really enjoy the art. I thought it was very good. Yeah, uh, I thought the colors were great too. Federico Blee is a uh, mm-hmm. colorist that I have seen. I again can't remember where, but um, I know their work. Very talented, and I thought it was perfect here. I love some of these like these colored uh, skies, like unnatural mm-hmm. colors. Um, really good stuff. Like, yeah, does the sky ever look like that? No, but yeah, it looks. <laughs> it does. I mean, I don't know, man. I never seen the sky just have straight pink in it. When when does the sky have pink? A cotton candy sunset? You never heard of that? No. Yeah. Guys, you got too many buildings where you are. You need some open skies, man. You're right. I do have too many buildings (laughs) around that. But guess what, Tyler? I am not willing to trade that for living eight hours out of the city. What's the point of living in New York if you don't live in New York City? What other worst thing, too, is uh, I moved to Buffalo and my body decides I can't handle hot sauce anymore. So boom. What? It's bad timing, man. I have wings. and I'm like, oh, shit. I'm done for the day. Oh shit! I'm out. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the art was great. There's some action in this issue, not a ton. Mm-hmm. I think it'll get bloody next time around. Mm-hmm. But the action that we do get is pretty kinetic, and um, I can tell that from an action standpoint, this is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I can't wait to see what else we get from that side of things. Um, Electra's a physical person. And, you know, whether she's having sex or she's beating the crap out of somebody, you know, it's got to look good. And they nailed it. Agreed. So whose pick of the week was this? Not me. I say pull it, but it's not my pick of the week. Yeah, I'd say pull it. I say pull it, too. Not my pick of the week either, which makes me really excited to see what you guys chose. That's going to be it's going to be fun. Um, I did promise that I would unwrap the saga um, hardcover that I have here. I'm very scared oh. because I am not good at opening things carefully. It's basic cellophane. Okay, so help me. Wait, there is. Oh, oh, thank goodness I bought it from Midtown. They're terrible. They are, it's it's torn already. Nice. So it's already torn. So go. actually, I have to do no work. The, the classic Midtown this. comics tearaway flap. Yes. Patented. Yes, for all of you. 
uh, unwrapped fiends. Here it is. So we'll put it close to the mic. We need to hear that. Love that. Some oh. ASMR. I'm going to tag this ASMR on the go. Twitch. Boom. We're good. And we're done. It is open. All right, open up to a random nice. page. Let's see if we got our stream taken down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Whoa, I cannot yep. open it to that page. Yep, I knew it. <laughs> it's like a 50-50 shot when it comes to Wow. Comes wow, to I can't show that on stream. Yeah. Anyway, uh, thank you for that, Matt. It's done. Uh, let's talk about Spawn. I know. Book of the Week. Yeah. Whoa, okay. No, I'm no, lying. Okay. <laughs> I'm outright lying. That's an outright lie. We are talking about Scorch number one. You know I had to get that cover. A, um for the bike. For the yeah, 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 I'm a yeah, motorcycle yeah, yeah. fiend. Um so this was written by Sean Lewis, who was also doing King Spawn, I believe. Yeah. Uh with art oh sorry, Todd McFarlane credited with additional uh dialogue. Which what, what else does he do? What else would what would a what would a spawn book be without his additional dog dialogue? I, I imagine, imagine yeah. You know, I'm saying I'm I'm imagining Sean Lewis uh had a meeting with, with Todd McFarlane. Todd McFarlane's like, I gotta take a shit. Come come follow me. And then they go to like the, the bathroom of the Image Comics headquarters. And he's like in a stall shitting his brains out like like Todd oh McFarlane. But he but he's saying dialogue lines and Sean Lewis has to like write them down on a coffee stained <laughs> post-it note. That's insane. Um, <laughs> I hope that's not that that happened. That did not happen. That's called the scorched. <laughs> that's that's, scorched. that's, the, that's the pitch, right? That's the elevator pitch, the stall pitch. That's what it is. So uh, art by uh, Stephen Segovia and uh, Paolo Sequera. Um, sure. Colors by Ulysses. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Yeah. I, you got it. Uh, Areola. I guess. Okay. Um, well, no, it's a double R there. Arr, I gotta get to the R. No, you go no, ahead, man. Um, about areolas. Anatomy. Yeah, Sean doing that is gonna be talking about anatomy if he, if he goes that way. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Nikos Kostis. And on letters, we have um, and world design. So I'm going to also jump up in front of this one and say I thought this was pretty good. Yeah? I enjoyed this. Yes, I enjoyed it. I will say that I'm kind of with you. I think it dragged on a bit. Ah, what? let's go, but Tyler. I, I didn't hate it. Didn't if hate this, it. If this issue was standard comic length, I think it would have been exceptional for a Spawn comic. It, it, mm, it, what does exceptional it, it, for a Spawn comic mean? This. I mean, you haven't <laughs> been reading Spawn, so like, I'm telling you. If this had just ended after like they establish why they're a team and stuff it would have been fine like if this page right here was the end of the comic spoil full spoilers obviously if this was the end of the comic i think it would have been real good i agree with you actually yeah what yo that end was that moment was so cheesy i did not like it oh of course it was but that's not the point this is spawn. So if you're worried about cheese, I think you got to exit stage left. Like, no. Yeah. What do you mean? No. Oh, yes. It's full. He, it's full cheese. Full. Full. Yeah. Beefcake cheese. What, look at the cover. What do you want? <laughs> I'm, but what I'm saying is this. Okay. We've never had a spawn team up of this degree before. It's a two, it's a superhero team with spawns on it. Okay. It has medieval spawn, gunslinger spawn. She spawned the Redeemer. What more could you ask for? Plague They're spawn. beating ass. 
yeah, Plague Spawn, who's that? I don't know. Don't care. I can't wait like, for uh, Kung Fu Grip Spawn to come out, uh, un- Underwater <laughs> Spawn. <laughs> Uh, like it's just it's just 90s Batman action figures, but spawns, which yeah, it's dumb, but I kind of enjoy it in a dumb way. But uh, look, I'm not saying it was perfect. I really dislike the uh, the fact that like they have she spawn playing this sort of like Captain America call the play role. But every play she calls is extremely obvious. Like, oh, <laughs> Uh, protect the girls. Oh yeah, that's what we're here to do. Um, <laughs> so redundant. Oh, she spawn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, medieval spawn. Go fight. Yeah. <laughs> what am I gonna do? Stand here? Like, there's so many instances where she's saying the obvious, and I was hope because if she's the leader, that's really cool. I was hoping she'd have strategies, things to say that were really like, okay, this makes a lot of sense. But like, I'm just gonna pull up a quick page where she's calling the play. As it were, it's like uh, uh, playing a battle royal game with me. It's just I'm not good at I can't call shit. It's just it's not good. <laughs> like shoot, <laughs> shoot that guy. I'm like where? Like oh, all right. Yeah, it just it just never it just never really um, never really comes together effectively. Um, and of course, I can't find a page in which she's oh, protect the girls, then kill all the wolves. Yeah, I gotta say, uh, I enjoyed. Steven Segovia's art, honestly. I thought this was real good for what it was. Like, this yeah. is the type of artist that works on Spawn. Uh, but the, 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 the wolves didn't look like wolves. They look like wolves that might have bred with Pomeranians. Um, <laughs> a little poofy. Yeah, a little, a little too poofy, a little too docile looking, you know. Um, otherwise, I thought the Segovia art was actually a lot of fun. I feel like the, the art on these books are always... It's always, you know, killer. Um, I think the... For me, it's always man these these extra just like letter boxes. I cannot. I, well, hold on, I'm trying to find one. The, like they're the narrations. That narration, man, it's just yeah, there. Yeah, there are moments heavy. that slow down the book for me. I think that was my biggest thing was uh, we was it Roy McConville had done like my favorite issue of Spawn that we read to date, and I was ready for more of that. We reviewed the previous issue. That kind of fell back into the same thing, and I was hoping for something a little bit different with this, but um, nah, man, we're still here. I think <laughs> I think all the additional dialogue was uh, dedicated to these narration boxes from uh, McFarlane here, um, but they definitely brought the book's pacing a bit. Uh, it just made it a little bit slower. Literally, mm. there's one that just says Jessica has a plan. Hmm. Like I said, uh, okay. dictated from a stall. You got to be quick. You got to be short and sweet. They're called the lo- they're called locust rangers. Okay, like, it's just I just like slapping labels on shit. Did you did you like the uh, the typos that I was uh, messaging you oh in our chat? Oh. Like, it is it is typical of Spawn, in my opinion, to have to get your hears mixed up. H uh, e a r versus h e r e. Um, nice to see that typo in there. There's a couple issues with the <laughs> the letters, um, the letter balloons, like the dialogue balloons um, being misplaced. <laughs> like apparently yeah. Spawn is uh, a ventriloquist who can throw his voice uh, in one instance. <laughs> um, and you said you got you saw us, they got mixed up uh, two and two. Yeah, I'm trying to this. find that one. Uh, I couldn't find it, but uh, I don't doubt it. So, yeah, I mean, listen, Todd McFarlane is good at one thing. Which well, two things. One of them is drawing. He's a, a tremendous artist, one of the best we've ever had. The other is picking artists 
for the book. If he's not drawing it, Todd will always be able to identify artists who will draw Spawn really well. Hmm. Nothing else can you expect of Todd as a relationship, to Spawn, <laughs> including making sure that the dialogue makes sense or doesn't have typos or anything like that. You can, that's that's too much to ask for. Is there an um, editor on this? Todd McFarlane. No, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't. One would hope. Oh, it's Thomas Healy. Let's, and, and and let's you know let's not even go there with Thomas Healy. Let's just attribute it to Todd and call it a day because we don't know anything about what's going on. Right. Sure. I mean, are you talking um, about the plot of the story or the production? Because I agree on both. <laughs> that's yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Um, I, I I don't know, man. I just love it. Like, I love to see medieval spawn. He's just a massive <laughs> tank. You know, that's awesome. Like, they have their hope. That, but he's a spawn. That dude looks like he just got, like, tier six paladin gear or something. Like, it, <laughs> <laughs> like I feel like that's why you're into him. You, they you need like, to have a spawn set. You like a good a good plate armor. I feel like, yeah, you're yeah, a fan yeah. of some good plate armor. I, I'm a paladin. I know, home, I know. Like that's my. And by the way, uh, Catherine from the Discord uh, will definitely understand what I'm talking about because we were both <laughs> paladins uh, in WoW. That's how we met. Um, what's up with the power scale of these spawns? By the way, like I, they don't, they're not consistent, right? Like I have no idea what any given spawn can do. None at all. Gunslinger spawn slings guns. Mm-hmm. Um, she spawn also also guns. Um, I like the and part but. where uh, main spawn spawn prime. Um, there might actually be a spawn prime, so I don't I don't know what I'm talking about here. But the main spawn takes one of the guns and uses it because why not? It's not like you just you need to you can kill anyone any other way. Like. We started to prove a point. We we had to many... he kills her. Sorry, Marco, but like, what point is he proving <laughs> that he can get down too? That whole that whole sequence was another moment. I was just like, okay, like, was it, should we leave one alive? How they're fighting? Pulls out a gun. It's like, hey, are you gonna? Are you part of the secret organization? Yes. Pop. It's like, what? What the hell was that? What are you proving? What are you doing? There's no. There's no heat to this shit. Come on, uh, hold you, on. You need, you need some heat is what you need, brother. <laughs> you guys didn't like the battle with the locust monster? I don't I'm, I'm I'm not into bugs, dude. I don't know if I ever talked to you guys about this, but I do not like bugs. Like in general. Not a fan. I'm not, not a fan. Me neither. Bugs. bugs are awful, but that's the point. They had to fight a monstrous locust creature, and I love the team up. I thought that was great. I actually thought that was way better than when the X-Men formed in issue one of Jerry Duggan's run and nah. they got in that stupid Power Ranger. This was way better than that. Nah. That's... Yes. Yes, bro. I'm that sorry. Power slapped. You can't say you liked Spawn better than the X-Men. I yes, know I'm, I I'm diluting. I mean, you can. <laughs> you can. I would say, you know, we, we are okay with free speech here. Um, but You're just uh, not allowed to. But your, your free speech can beat dog shit, you know, but... <laughs> You like shit. Don't talk to me about dog I'm, shit when hey, you eat shit. There's different types. <laughs> there's different types. Dog shit is not something. Spawn shit is not. Is there a shit spawn? Yeah, Tyler Olsen. <laughs> <laughs> I'll gladly take it. Todd, you want to show me, Todd? Uh, feel free. I'm sure for the right amount of money, he would. <laughs> oh, um, that's for sure. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I obviously I'm outnumbered here, but I got a lot out of this. I thought this was really enjoyable. No. 
You're not outnumbered because I agree with you. I think it's stupid yeah. fun. I enjoyed this one much more than I enjoyed the main spawn series. Like Which, this one, by the way, yeah, you will find that to be the case almost across the board. Yeah, I remember when I did the long box. I think we did spawn 300, maybe. Um, oh, I forget. Maybe it was that or spawn universe. I don't remember. Um, but like when spawn keeps it stupid. That's when I like Spawn because it's like a different flavor of comics that I don't necessarily get, especially, you know, compared to like the next book we'll talk about. But like it's dumb. Like I'm OK with a dumb book. I'm OK with turning my brain off occasionally. Um, and that's, you know, and, it, and it's like taking a little time machine to the 90s. In a way. I'm going to make us read. Well, I mean, I'm sure it'll be really great, but I'm going to make us read Alan Moore's Spawn at some point. That's not a Ooh. thing, is it? Yes, yep, it is. Who is it, Todd? On art? Yes, dude. Is it? Oh yes, man, oh, that, that's gonna be that might some, actually be really good. That's gonna be insane. I have not read it. Oh boy, that sounds misogynist as fuck. Oh no! <laughs> what? What? <laughs> <laughs> Why? What? It's the first thought that came to mind. You know. Fair enough. Uh, pull it. Uh, yes, I mean you're talking about the book, right? Okay, so yeah, we're yes. gonna, okay, all right, pull it. Um, it's number one. Yeah, why not? Pull it. Actually, wait, this is like a six dollar book, wasn't it? Uh, this was. I, I remember looking at this being like a mother motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> it's so expensive copy. that the price is not uh, anywhere. Yeah, it's not cheap, so maybe not. Actually, you know what? I would say <laughs> if it was a normal priced book. And it only told you the main story. Pull it. But it was it was uh it was twice as long. I feel like that's more yeah. deserved for from a price perspective. Yeah, but yeah, the stuff I that agree. was added to it was was not enjoyable. That's true too. Uh, it was unnecessary story. Pull it. <laughs> pull it for the number one, I guess. Listen, it might be worth money, man. When they make the movie based on that. You yeah. will wish that you had your copy. Jamie Foxx as she spawned. Let's go. All right. <laughs> but, uh, anyway, let's talk about another uh, number one over at Image. This time we're talking about Rain, number one. Rain. Uh, this is a Joe Hill joint, which mm. is really interesting because what about Hill's house? Yeah. <laughs> but. <laughs> <Got evicted>. um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, nice job. Uh, so this is by <laughs> Joe Hill. Um, oh, wait. Or did he not? I think he might this? have plotted this one. Yeah, um, it's a story by Joe Hill. The adaptation of that is by David Boer, which is interesting. Mm. Uh, art by Zoe Thorogood, uh, who is a decent Twitter follower. Um, colors by Chris O'Halloran and letters by Sean Lee. That is my long lost brother. Um <laughs> Uh, so Marco, why don't you start us off here? So I was excited for this book because it was a Joe Hill joint. Um, I think it was, I, I like his horror. The, he does a lot in that genre. And I think this is an interesting take on some of that. Um, obviously adapted by someone else, but, uh, I think there was a, a fun read, you know, the, the entire, the entire book feels like it's leading to some impending thing and you get a lot of those moments um similar to how we had in uh like we talked about um the electro book like it was all leading up into this moment 
and the pay we got that payoff. Sorry, Tyler. You'd... This was actually a Joe Hill novella, an acclaimed novella by Joe Milton. Oh, yeah. there you go. I'm. You know what? Like, I I think it being adapted here, um, it works. Um, I'm, I don't know that we've read any other book that has been that was once a book and adapted, but this worked for me. I had fun with it. The characters, I think, the the way that they were introduced, it could have been a, uh, a little clearer. I was just kind of confused on who some of the people were. Um, but otherwise, yeah, this was, this was a cool setup issue. Yeah. I mean, so this is also the first book in the new image and print line Syzygy, uh, which you can see a little logo right above the N in the rain. Um, yeah. Uh, logo there. Um, I really like Zoe Thurgood as an artist. Um, yes. Anything Zoe puts out, I'm like, yeah, that's enough for me. Um, so mix that with Joe Hill's name. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, I'll definitely read this. And I super enjoyed this. This was like a really good, like cold open to a story that hooked me immediately. Mm. Um, it, it, it's, it's simple in the fact that it really only introduces one character for the story going forward. Um, and it kind of focuses on what that character's needs and wants are. And, and you kind of mm-hmm. feel and understand that character by the end of it. Um, which I think really lends itself to like working for the story. And, and Zoe Thurgood's art is just, it's, it's, it's a little scratchy and cartoony at the same time. It's yeah, like, it's, it's hard to explain. It's one of those things where I think you just kind of need to like check. It. I mean, look at the cover and you can, there's a little taste of it. Um, but, uh, it's just, it's really, really fun. It's not fun. No, the fun's, fun's the wrong word. It, yeah, this, this, gets, this gets dark. <laughs> this gets dark. Um, this is the least fun book I read all week. Oh, the, um, it, good, Marco. Sorry. The, for me, when I, while I was reading this, the main character looks like somebody I know in real life. So every time that I, that she would come up on, on screen, I just like envision this person that I know in the, and like, so I was reading the book like I would in, in this person's voice. So it was like it was a little weird for me as I was going through it, but um, fun. Oh my God, this I've never had that happen. Thank you, uh, Clint Taku, for the follow. By the way, go ahead, Tyler. No, I was gonna say I never had that happen where I was seeing somebody I know in a comic. Like um, exactly, I'll show yeah. you guys a picture. But like exactly, that's weird. That's why. Yeah, M- Marco, have I heard of this person? No, Do I know? No, 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 no. Oh yeah. Um. This was excellent. This was so excellent. Yeah. One of the best things about doing this podcast for me is getting to read books that I would not otherwise be exposed to. And this is definitely one of those. I would not have bought this for any, for any other reason. And I'm so glad that I did. The, the way that this is structured is so excellent for a horror story. When you can introduce a sense of dread from the earliest moments where you know no matter what you see on the page right now, this is going to get mm-hmm. really bad at some point. All you're waiting for is that moment. And it kind of operates in a way of like it introduces the dread and it introduces the love right between these two central characters at the same time. But then as the book sh- sort of unfolds the story, you are witness to the love and you connect to that. And then everything falls apart. And yep. it's like, oh, my God. Think about the the quality of storytelling where you care after, I don't know, 20 pages when these characters start dying. Like it matters. It mattered to me that they were dying, even though I knew that that's exactly what was going to happen. And then the, the, really good. the tool of 
telling us they are going to be dying so nonchalantly in the beginning of right. the issue. It's like, oh, what, what, what am I about to witness? Oh, I'm a little uneasy. And like, I'm looking at the cover on, on the screen right now. And like, it's so it's such a good cover, too, because it tells mm. so much about the story and what the issue entails without yeah. you realizing it until you've already read the book. Yeah. Yeah, for real. I, when I when I was at the store and I was picking up picking covers, I looked at that one. I was like, OK, that's really weird. Oh, it's a real and then I book. went with this one, <laughs> which, you know, has a different context when you've read the book, you yeah. know, like it, it just excellent covers. I almost well. don't want to even talk about exactly what happens because like we haven't said exactly what happens. No, I don't we think haven't. we should. I don't think we should. That's fine. I'm yeah. cool with that. I think anybody who's listening to this should go buy this. This wasn't my yeah. book of the week. It was mine. But I really, okay, yeah. yeah. I, I really strongly think that you should go pick this up if you like horror comics. It's And it's not even like horror in the way of like, you know, being visually disgusting or having a monster mm -hmm. or anything like that. It's just a different idea um, and concept that is just really excellently um, executed. So the excellence plays, of execution. If you yeah, yeah. It, it just plays with like with mood um, and it gives you the like the illusion of comfort. And I think mm. that that's something that uh, Joe Hill does really effectively. Um, Lock and Key is a really good example of like that's just a constant, um, I think, technique that he does is he lulls you into safety and then, you know, switches it up on you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, brilliant book. Uh, pull it for sure. I think that's this a, is my book of the week. Yeah, same Marco. Yeah, yep. I think it's a unanimous pull it. Yeah. So now then, that means we're on to my book of the week. It's no secret really? at this point. Okay. Yeah, Robin and Batman number three. Um, boy, this I I really thought this Look was at that special. nice red bover you got there. Yeah. Um, Jeff Lemire, art and colors by De uh, Dustin Wen, uh, letters by Steve Wands. This book really touched me, man. Um, hmm. I, I I love Robin just as much as the next person. You know, I wouldn't say that I'm like a Robin super fan, but, you know, I love Robin. And I don't there aren't enough stories out there about Dick Grayson specifically as young Robin, um, obviously, because that time has passed and he's an adult and everything else. I get that. But revisiting that time period through these three issues has been really cool getting a different angle at what dick was like in the past and what bruce was like and what alfred was like um and this ended wonderfully just it, it, it zoomed in on the conflict between robin and croc um but the on the emotional end robin's dealing with his issues you know in a way that batman never really did we know the story of Bruce and why he is who he is. And we get that. We know it from childhood. This is basically the same moment that we see with Robin where his parents die. We know what happens with Bruce from that exact moment until now. We get it. But with Robin, here's a person who isn't content with just living in darkness. He doesn't want to be engulfed by that. But it's, it's happening. And he finds a way out of that. And I thought that that was beautiful. You know, this is why he's different than Batman. Um, it's because he didn't succumb to it. Uh, he could have still won the fight in the end if he had, but he didn't. He's a different person than Bruce. And it's important to make that clear through the story that they're not the same. And I really love that. 
man sean you should really read some of lemire's like other stuff i think this is this is one of the reasons why i like him as a writer is his way to just really build a character from scratch and be able to just guide you through their their growth through Mm. just a few issues um black hammer is going to be really good stuff and I, i think his solo work um as well yeah i i don't know for some reason, I just haven't been able to get into anything Lemire has done hmm. that's not from the big two. I read, um, oh, what did I read? I can't remember, but I re- I tried a couple of things and they just didn't immediately hook me. Hmm. Um, and I don't really love to buy books that I don't like. So, like Sweet Tooth, uh, have you tried that one? Or yeah, actually, that was one of them. Yeah, um, I was like, what is this? Like, I don't, I don't get it. Hmm. I don't care. It was weird. Um, so for this, I think this book kind of saved the miniseries for me. Um, I wasn't too hot on it previously. Um, I thought it was delving a little too deep into Robin, you know, uh, I guess tiptoeing that line between, you know, good and, uh, Batman. <laughs> I don't want to say evil, but good and Batman, right. um, where I, it was almost going too far where I felt like it was out of character for Dick. I felt like he never even got that far. Uh, you know, I, I, but this book kind of saves that in a bit. Um, it really shows that, like you said, he is not bad. He's not Bruce. And this is him. This is the 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 um, turning point for him in his, mm-hmm. you know, move from, you know, just Dick Grayson to becoming Robin. Um, I right. thought I thought the um, the Dustin Wynn art. I mean, I love Dustin Wynn, but I will say this felt a little looser than normal for Dustin Wynn. Um, there's a lot think, of yeah, a lot of pages that were empty. Um, mm. Even like the ones I can think about most are like the the main fight scene bet- between him and Croc, where the backgrounds are just paint strokes. Like there's no form to them in some parts. Um, where I, it is, mm. it's 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 part and parcel for a, a Dustin Nguyen book, uh, but I felt this was even a little more. Um, I don't want the, the the term phoned in is coming into me, but I think that's too harsh. Um, I guess it's just a little more loose than I'm used to seeing from him. Um, which it's still Dustin Wynn, so it's still damn good. Um, but I thought it was a little, a little, um, it's not what I'm used to out of Dustin Wynn. I'll just leave it at that. It's funny because I noticed that too. And a lot of times I would be bothered by that, but for some reason, like, for me, it added to the atmosphere of the story. Mm. I don't know. For me, I got I think, something out of it. I think it was the the color use. Usually, there's more of like a. I feel like in in the the pages where we see um, like Croc and Robin just like themselves there. I feel like or close ups. There's a bit more of like a transition between colors and in yeah. watercolor. Sometimes that helps to uh, uh, smooth make things like look a little bit smoother and. Um, the the images look like they're contained in the lines a bit more but uh, in these cases where you don't have that and i'm looking specifically um in the the fight where they're like almost underwater um you can look at the water sequence when uh robin's almost passed out and then the pages before and the pages after and you can see there's like harsh delineations between some of the colors um and they're not they look almost like they're additional um pencils and additional lines and like it makes look some of the form a bit more blocky. Mm-hmm. Um, 
that said, I I think I dug it. I uh, the he always crushes for me. Um, and in these instances, you know, they I don't think they affected the quality of the book for me. I think they were just um, for me like minor grievances. So the moment where Robin is is being held underwater by Croc, um, that and he sees his parents and he's like clearly dying. That got me emotional mm. because he's a kid. You know what I'm saying? And like for Batman to be in a position like that, it's like, all right, well, you asked for this. You're fully aware of what you're doing. You fight crazy guys like this all the time. It is what it is. But for Robin, who's probably like 10 years old here or 11 or something like that, to be in a position where death is imminent against a creature who blames him for things that, you know, he can't even really understand fully. <clears throat> and he's on the verge of death. Um, I, I really connected with that. I thought that was that was great work on Lemire's part. Um, and Alfred's role throughout this whole thing has been fantastic. Even Croc, I felt sympathetic for him. You know, he didn't ask to be treated as a circus freak. And I thought that was a perfect stroke of genius casting on Lemire's part to make Croc an antagonist for Robin. I'm surprised no one has thought of that sooner. It works really well. Um, you connect them, I think, even like logically. Mm-hmm. it And it, they stem from the same sort of environment. And I think those are kind of like, uh, those are interesting stories because you have them as like, similar origin and starting points mm-hmm. but they vary from it they from there they go to such different lengths um obviously the the situation with robin's a little bit different he had like parents and he has like a, that, that kind of a trauma whereas i think um the stuff with crocs a bit more insular it was more so like uh the shaming of him and the like the destruction of his ego um which is a little bit different but um i i think what bruce was doing was something similar trying to get at his like at his core trying to break that down so he can reassemble it into whatever uh bruce wanted robin to be mm-hmm. and when he finally pushes through that he simultaneously pushes through uh through croc and beats him and um just really really well done i think character moments and um yeah blast with this i think similarly the, the casting for Doc was uh, for Croc was a, a really good idea because, um, again, you can just use them from the same starting point. Yeah, um, this was my my book of the week. I'm bummed a little that it's over, but I like what I got enough that I'm comfortable with the story they told. Uh, this was awesome. It's only three issues again, so I think that you know whether you I mean at this point you'll probably just pick it up and trade, but you know. Definitely, I, I think, go out and do that if you like Robin and you want to see a time where Dick was a little bit younger um, and just kind of coming into himself. This is a perfect book for that. I I, I really, really loved it. Uh, what do you guys say? Pull? Pass? Trade? Absolutely pull. Uh, trade. I say trade. I feel this would be a really? good little uh, giftable one-done story. You know what I mean? Mm. Sure. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah, uh, just get it somehow. However you want to get it, get it. Cover is great, by uh, the way. That that red cover, yes, yeah. It's like a like a weird homage to uh, Death in the Family, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, good call. Good yeah. call. Absolutely. Um. All right. So that's it for our comic reviews. But the show's not done. We've got up next. We're gonna do comics tag. 
Marco, last week, I challenged to go ahead and read the second and third issues of the Joker. Third, third and fourth. Third and fourth. Thank third you. And fourth. Issues of Joker, which is the forbidden book. I was banned from reading this comic. I don't remember what issue I was banned at, but I read enough to know that it's really great. Was it a self-ban or was it a... It was a shame. It was a a shaming on the the part of the audience. Yes. The audience shamed me into not publicly admitting that I buy this book. And so I don't. I do not buy the book publicly. Um, But I challenged Marco to read Mm -hmm. issues three and four. What did you think about them? You know what? Um, first off, the for me it was the art, so it was um, Ooh, yeah. Guillaume Marsh, oh. and love that. Like yeah. that dude absolutely crushes. So from from that standpoint, a lot of fun. Uh, I think everything that was captured there was done really well. The more zany, wild parts, um, and. Uh, you know what? Uh, the story is engaging. It, it's fun. I lucked out that DC Infinite had exactly the four issues. Um, so, because uh, otherwise I would have to buy one of them and pay like eight dollars or whatever it You'd is. You'd be in debt at this point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. but I like right at the cusp, Sean. Right at the cusp. So thank you for that. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, any other issue would have been too much, but um, you know what? Uh, I didn't think the 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 premise, and I think we said this when we first started of. Uh-huh. It being, of it being Gordon and like trying to solve this mystery. It's engaging. It's fun. Um, I'm going to, as these books come out on DC infinite, I'm going to keep reading. Uh, I, I liked it. Yes. I liked so, it. So, yes. I, so I also know a guy who's been telling me about this book. Uh, Cause no, I, I don't, I don't buy this book either. Um, but I know a guy who's told me every, about every issue that's come out so far. Um, wow. It's a good book. According to this guy. Um, and according to this guy, it's, it's like it's just a good, you know, Gordon book. Um, yes. Joker is really on the peripherals throughout it, which I think is good, uh, which he thinks is good Joker, um, where, you know, it's it's like he's more of a force of nature and uh, it's really more of a a weird. It's like Gordon as Jason Bourne a bit. He's like this 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 international detective going across yeah. the world and uh, realizing how wide reaching Joker's um, reach really is and the amount of people he's affected, and also it, introspecting on himself and how what Joker has done to him and his family has really affected that. Um, according to my friend. Yeah. Wow. Your friend gave you a lot of detailed yeah, information. Yeah. Real, real eloquent wow. guy. Uh, the so actually um sean you know what i was gonna give this to to tyler so i think i'll tag you back um, oh you're gonna tag but, me back but uh jeff lemire is currently writing his own book for dark horse a solo book a, about a father and daughter and it's called may's book i've brought it up in the past uh it's currently i think it currently has uh, the most recent issue came out this week issue five but I would I would ask you just to read maybe the first and second, see how you like it, and get another flavor for Jeff Lemire. It's also his solo work, so it's in watercolor, so similar to Dustin Wynn. Um, so I don't think it's going to be too like harsh of a transition from an art perspective. Okay. Um, a bit different in style, um, not as refined, a bit more um, pencily, and I think actually I think this issue of Batman and Robin is probably a, a good example of it. Um, so I would, I would challenge you to read, uh, May's book issue one and two, uh, one and then two, if you like it. All right. Well, You're- challenge accepted. 
you're throwing him in the, the the deep end on the Jeff Lemire side of things. I've read May's book. It's uh, it's I liked it, but uh, it's did you finish it? No, no, no. I only read uh, issue. I think it read till issue three. I think, and I was okay. like, I think okay. I'll, I'll buy some trade instead. Yeah. Um, it is. It's Jeff Lemire. Yes, exactly. So, and yeah, that's very much what I enjoy about it. So I will take the challenge next week. I will be back to uh, give my review of May's book and to tag someone else. I will not tag Marco again because we could go back and forth forever. Okay. <laughs> um, if you guys listening now, whether you're on the stream or you're listening down the road if you want us to make a recommendation to tag you write to us at the comics pals at gmail.com or leave us a comment wherever it is that you're listening to us with the kinds of books that you like or if you're open we'll just make a general recommendation based on what we like to you and then you can leave us your thoughts about the book whenever you get to it uh from the twitch chat from beyond the stars aka Catherine, aka amy says that's a good friend i need one like that okay yeah. so first of all great friend this person that tyler is describing is notoriously not a good friend you should hear about the things that they do that tyler is not saying um but also you have me <laughs> it's true i can tell you about comics nah. in fact not about I've joker that though because you're not many reading times that. no I can't, I can't i can't i can't tell anyone about joker yeah um, because publicly i'm not reading that um <laughs> Before we get out of here, we do have to get into the pals pulls. This is where we're going to let you guys know the books that we are looking forward to that are coming out next week. It's possible that some amount of these will end up being reviewed right here on this show. So without further ado, take it away, Tyler. It's more like the pals poll. So the the first one we're going <laughs> to I know Marco and Sean are excited for uh, the 10 lives of Wolverine, X lives of Wolverine. Ten? I would probably say 10 lives. 10, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd say X lives to be contrarian. There we go. So what, <laughs> what, 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 what are you hyped about this? Uh, it's Wolverine. That's it. Uh, I sim- like it. Simple, simple Marco. I'm a simple man. That's it. I have I have two things I like in life: good comics and Swamp Thing. And this falls under good comics. Hopefully. Uh, yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. Oh, so the Swamp Thing not fall under good comics? No, no, no it no. falls under great comics. This is only. It's literally in its own <laughs> league. Uh a league of its own. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so for me, I'm really hyped about this because this is the next step. You know, they're they're touting this as the next big thing. This is the house and powers of the Destiny of X era. I do not like that framing as a as a, in a general rule because there's no chance that it ends up being, you know, the seismic uh, toss that the X line maybe needs um, in the wake of Hickman. But I think it's still going to be really good. The fact that they're closing down all the other books and letting this breathe until March is pretty major. So I can't wait to see what they have in store. I will point out that cover that Tyler has up on the YouTube for gang, those of you who can't yep. see that. This is the uh, this is cover A, um, and I believe it's by uh, Andy, one of the Cuberts. I believe it's Andy, Andy Cubert. Yeah, I believe it's yeah. Andy. Um, they're literally all the same pose and image with just different costume on, which I really hate for some reason. But, you hate um, that? <laughs> yeah. I, I with the costume why. or the fact that they're all the same? The fact that they're all literally the exact same. Man, this is like, it's like so here's the thing. This is the reason why I picked this cover out of all of them to showcase. 
um, this has got to deal with Omega Red, right? Like, yes, we got Omega yeah. Red kind of in the background of the Wolverine title. These mm-hmm. are his. This, this is my boy. His hand tentacles. This is uh, his wrist uh, wrist tentacles there. So I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. Oh God, um, no. I bring that back, Sean. I'm just gonna be honest with you. I don't think you should get your hopes up for this actually mattering. <laughs> really? I don't. I the the feeling I've got from this book is that it's not a hoxpox situation or an inferno situation. It's like, hey, we have this story that will tie into the main Wolverine story um, because it has pretty much the same creative team. Um, yeah. while we refocus our line and then relaunch it, you know, without Hickman. Um, I think it's more of a catch-up thing. I don't think this is going to quote-unquote matter. Um, I think it'll be good, but I don't think it's going to have, like, every, you know, Wolverine really hasn't mattered in the grand scheme of things when it comes to um, the whole Krakoan era. So, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm hedging my bets on this one in terms of the continuity uh, gravity that this, this causes. I think that's why I'm I'm looking forward to it just because it is the same creative team and it's like not tying into anything. Like I want to see what Benjamin Percy has to say just because he's been he's been doing a pretty good job. Yeah. Um. I like the vampire stuff. I like the Omega Red stuff. And more recently, he's just kind of been doing like single self-contained issues. So I'm glad that this is going to be part of like a a story again because that'll at least I feel engage me a bit more. Yeah. Not only that, vampire Omega Red. Let's go. Yeah, let's do it. Before you take us on to the next poll, uh, I did want to respond to from me on the stars. Uh, she said that it's super cool that we would tag her. Um, do you guys have any recommendations for Catherine? Before you answer, Catherine, you should probably kind of share in the chat a little bit about what it is that you like. Um, Catherine, I can speak for her just a little bit she loves the marvel movies the mcu okay so uh probably something in that space and i'm assuming like like not weeklies but maybe um like uh trades and stuff it would have to be something pretty self-contained yeah. Yeah. if that's her the favorite case, characters okay. Iron i would Man. say if, if, if she's still in the chat um name your top three mcu movies and then i can i can generate something from that He's gonna just plug it in. Bring. Yep, it's gonna. It's like the uh, the dot matrix machine from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory that tells you where the last golden ticket was. Is that a deep <laughs> while cut? She, <laughs> yes. Uh, while she responds, you can take us on to the next. Yeah, part. Marco, you have Eternals number nine. On Let's your, your go. This book has been fire. I've been enthralled by what Kieran Gillen's been doing, the way he uses these characters, the way he, he's. Uh, implementing this kind of like high drama like game of thrones-esque we just started the expanse and if you're a fan of that um a bit more science sci-fi focus but that same kind of concept of you know warring sides and who's gonna uh one up the other person um and and these being eternals they are only like these godlike figures uh obviously uh succumb to the the wishes of the celestials which is its own thing that gets dealt with but yeah i'm excited for what's coming on uh thanos has been a major player in this and i'm excited to see how this continues to go yeah i would pitch this as sci-fi game of thrones yes um it is it's good it's good stuff it's good thanos which i really enjoy mm-hmm I love that cover. Um, I'm surprised, Marco, you didn't tag me with Eternals. Um, I'm like, 
I, I want a reason to read this. Bro, do it. Just jump in. Should I, should I tag you for that? Should you I revoke, already, should I revoke a tag? Me. I don't You can't, can't untag. Tag. You can't untag. You can't untag. No. Damn. Just like in the park, dude. Keep that, keep that in the chamber, though. There'll, there'll be more tags to come. Um, so for me, uh, my two picks, uh, I have the first one as She-Hulk number one Ooh. by uh, Rainbow Rowell and uh, Roshi uh, Antonio. Um, Rainbow Rowell um, has been or did the most recent run on uh, Runaways, uh, which I thought was fantastic. Um, and seeing She-Hulk be on the uh, in the on the front lines again is exciting as well. And this Jen Bartel cover is Great. it's a tier. Yeah. It's so good. It, it just that, yeah. that that stark yellow in the background is just like oh, such a damn good cho- color choice. Um, yeah. I love. She-Hulk. So I'm excited. I just want more She-Hulk. So I will, I will gladly take that in a new ongoing. So there's that. And then um, I'm a simple man. There's one thing I like. It's the bar with no name. So it uh, looks like Moon Knight's <laughs> going to be attacking uh, the bar with no name in the next issue, uh, which is just a bar where a whole bunch of uh, DZ-less Marvel villains just hang out. And th- there's usually no fighting allowed in it. So... Uh, let's see him go against. I think he. I think so. Electro is in there. The female Electro. Uh, Mantor is that Mantor in the background there? Uh, Manbull. That's Manbull. Um, Jack o' Lantern. Bulldozer. It looks like the Trapster. Uh, there's some like real weird characters here. Tiger Shark. I think I see too. And the Wrecker. Tiger um, Shark. Yeah, man. I love. I love these things. This is this is my Ooh. this is my cup of tea. This is a Tyler ass comic book. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then it's like Moon Knight and uh, Marvel villains nobody cares about. Like those are my two favorite things. It's like if Moon Knight <laughs> led the Thunderbolts team, I would melt. That's just I would I would scream without the S if you catch my drift. Um, yeah, so I, oh, I'm really God. <laughs> oh my God. Um, yeah, so I like Moon Knight guys. I really like Moon Knight. <laughs> Those are our the polls. Link. Those are our polls for the next white, week. White what would it be an episode of the show if I don't make Sean just uh, not be able to host by the end of it? So that yeah, that was crazy. Um, so we got to get out of here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sitting the eject button real quick. <laughs> Thank you so much for everybody who tuned in live. Thank you guys that are listening to us. What whenever else, we really really appreciate it. Uh, please do head over to twitch.tv slash the comics pals hit that follow button so that you can help us out a little bit we are 10 away from 50 which is a huge number over on twitch Um, and you should hang out with us in the chat the more people we get in the chat the more interactive this can be and we're going to keep coming up with ways to get you guys involved in what we're doing so thank you so much for watching we really appreciate it like comment subscribe over on youtube.com slash the comics pals Any way you can leave us a comment, please go ahead and do so. Listen to our main show, which goes live every Saturday at 10 a.m. and drops every Monday for everybody who's not able to catch it live. We thank you so much for listening to that. Marco, were you about to say something? Yeah, uh, we didn't recommend a book. Oh, yes, yes. Okay. Uh, Well, we didn't get a response from Catherine, but we can still recommend a book. Uh, Tyler, did you have any? Um, Just in terms of you mentioning the MCU, I would recommend uh, Thor, God of Thunder. 
Uh, looks like that book will have a lot of lasting effects, both in the comics and uh, potentially in the MCU going forward. So for Jason Aaron and the Saad Rebeek, real good stuff. I would say uh, Beta Ray Bill. So I know that uh, you're a manga fan as much as I am. And so that's some over the top, like manga inspired, wrestling inspired shit. Um, definitely lots of fun. Would recommend the Daniel Warren Johnson stuff that we did earlier this year. I think we all thoroughly enjoyed that book. Hmm. Um, I'm going to have to say, I think I want to go with Doctor Strange by Jason Aaron. Okay. Okay. At least That's the first. Stuff. At least the first trade. I think. Good Bacalo um, art, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. it's really good art. Doctor Strange is a character who obviously has a lot of relevance right now in the MCU. Uh, it's very important it's right now. Yeah. And um, you know, this is the Doctor. This is a version of Doctor Strange that I kind of anticipate we're going to see in the movies. Um, and it's a clean story. You can come into this, you know, you don't necessarily have to know what came before in order to understand what's happening, which is the best kind of recommendation. And then one backup choice, I would say Iron Man Extremis. You love you love Iron Man. I know that. Um, and Extremis is basically the Iron Man story to catapult that character into the spotlight of the MCU. Or not the MCU, sorry, just like Marvel Comics. Yeah. Um, so it's a great starting point for Iron Man to catch up on the last few years of, of that character. So those would be my recommendations. Um, and if you end up reading them, let us know how that went for you, um, whether you enjoyed them. Um, but yeah, that's going to do it for us here. We will be back next week. Uh, Sunday, I almost said Sunday. Next week, Wednesday, 6 p.m. Thank you so much for watching. Until next time. Take care, guys.